Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show and in this episode we are looking at a Netflix original film. It's called The Silence. This came out a few weeks ago and we are do largely due to uh, re audience requests more than anything else. We were asked by a few people if we we're going to do The Silence and I was like, yeah, we shouldn't ignore the Netflix movies even if we want to. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think like two people asked us, which means all of our fans asked us. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a blatant lie, Tavi. We have legions, legions of fans. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll start spoiler free as we always do. We'll give you a warning before we go into spoilers somewhere in the middle of the, the show. Um, this mm -hmm. came out on April tenth, I believe. So we're you know a few weeks late to it. Um, so Stanley Tucci's in this, Kieran Shipka's in this, and notably Miranda Otto's in this, and that's notable because uh, Shipka mm -hmm. and Otto uh, are both in Sabrina together. Mm -hmm. Because Netflix like to put their... Even though I, I don't I don't even necessarily think there's a production connection between them necessarily, because a lot, a lot of Netflix's original movies tend to be you know, produced independently and then just kind of picked up <laughs> by Netflix. Yeah. I, I don't know which ones are which. Uh, maybe maybe it'll become clear as we go on because I know they're building a studio soon, so they're actually going to be producing things like directly mm -hmm. soon. Anyway, um, and I I believe the the dog that was in this might have also been in Making a Murderer. I could be wrong, but is that Joe? Another. <laughs> yes. I've never, I've never seen Making a Murderer, so I, I don't know if that was just a joke or. You you do realize it's a documentary about a guy that was convicted of murder. I do, but <laughs> then Netflix is like, we gotta get you know, that but dog. I wasn't, I wasn't, no, but I wasn't sure if it was a, if the joke was specific. Like, there's a dog in that that story that's really prominent, and you were joking that this was that dog, or if you just randomly said this dog was in that thing, even though. <laughs> I was I waited a couple of seconds because I was trying to think of another Netflix show. <laughs> like, uh... you, uh, you could have said so many things, but you went with making a wonder. <laughs> okay, uh, so the silence. You know, I saw the trailer just before it came out, and my initial reaction was, "This sounds a lot like a quiet place." <laughs> Mm. We we mm. have we, we have beasts in the world. They're more like sort of big bat. They call them vesps, but they're more like big bat things. Uh, but mm -hmm. they hunt via sound, so so you know, you have to be quiet. A lot like a quiet place, right? It makes makes a, a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's fine. Okay, right? We can we can deal with that. But mm. um, well, I don't really have a butt. <laughs> I, I guess where I'm going with this is that it's like okay, it's kind of a knockoff, or maybe it's just a coincidence. I mean, it's it's probably been just long enough that this could be directly like, hey, let's quickly make something like that. <laughs> yeah, I I uh, did no research, but uh, my my not. wife actually was looking. <laughs> she was looking into it, and uh, I think she told me that like from the article she read or something that this was actually based on a book that maybe got optioned around the same time as a quiet place so i don't know necessarily like what came first uh, i mean obviously a quiet place came out first uh well, so <laughs> i'll be sure to add a credit at the end since uh, tim's wife is now our official researcher because neither of us are going to do it uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah but the yeah, so I'm not sure uh, exactly how the timelines fit up. I mean, whichever way, though, I mean, once A Quiet Place is out, it kind of owns 
you know that premise like I, I feel like it's really hard to do something without seeming like a knockoff at that point yeah and um, I, I think i saw you crack a joke on twitter about how netflix seem to be making asylum ripoffs now which well may, i maybe a little on the harsh side but well <laughs> i, 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 I thought this was <laughs> i thought this was an asylum movie at first which uh, i guess technically it isn't but i i think there is some connection between like the guy that wrote it i think has written asylum movies or something like that hmm. so there is like a little bit of a um like a, a bridge there but yeah that, technically not an asylum movie but i don't know if i'd say it's that far off <laughs> yeah but there's water under the bridge so it's okay sure <laughs> i don't even know what i was meaning there look guys i've not had a lot of sleep i i, I am recording <laughs> this with tim i'm recording another streams with tim after and then i'm recording another mm. big review after that i won't say what it is because it'll date when we recorded this <laughs> but let's just say i'm in for a hell of a ride and not a lot of sleep so loopy statements and weird sentences that don't end properly is probably going to happen that sounds about right yeah <laughs> Maybe that's just normal. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I always sound like that. I'm, I'm just more conscious yeah. of it when I'm tired. <laughs> so now, uh, I would say, uh, I, I mean, if, if we're just going to get into it, um, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I necessarily like this movie, uh, but um, there, there is like one thing towards the end that I feel like, you know, sets it apart from you, A Quiet you, Place. You know, Timmy, Timmy. Sometimes great minds uh, come I'll... together and, and they come in unison, they think alike, because mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if I was going to get into this until spoilers, and obviously I'm going to talk about what it is until spoilers, but right, right. there's one thing I like about this movie conceptually. I don't necessarily think the execution is there, but there exactly. is something, like you said, in the last like 20 minutes of the movie that made me go, hey... If they made the movie mostly about this, this would yeah, justify no. it existing, and it would be totally. different from the other thing. And yeah. we'll get into it in detail, obviously, in spoilers what it is. But I thought, no, mechanically, just because I, I, sometimes I like to when I talk about horror movies, I like to bring up mechanics, and it's like that's a weird thing to talk about. But mm-hmm. I always bring up mechanics because I feel like in a lot of horror movies, especially it's fine when it's a serial killer or something simple like that. But whenever you're mm-hmm. dealing with something supernatural, or in this case, you're dealing with a monster that has a specific set of rules, right? And you have the sound, you have this, um, and you have it kind of turned to a post-apocalyptic kind of thing, like a zombie movie does, right? Mm-hmm. There's certain different things, different tropes, different sort of things I expect to see, or I will be annoyed that I see again because they get overused or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there was a fun thing in this towards the end where it was like. You're taking something that I've not, that I never saw in a quiet place, and yeah. it is kind of similar to something you might get in some other apocalypse movies. Sure, yeah. But the context of the sound adds this different type of layer for the rules, and because and because of that, it's like, hey, there's like so much with this you can play with, and that's when I talk about mechanics because the mechanics allow the the writer or the creative team to play with it and say okay what can we do with this now that we're you know these are the rules and this is the the wrench we're throwing mm-hmm. into it and you know what do you come up with unfortunately it's all relegated to the last 20 minutes and it you know it ends in a weird whimper and it's you know sorry <laughs> internet kind of just froze for a second uh, <laughs> i suspected no, yeah, as much to me i suspected no. <laughs> as much <laughs> or i was just trying to be quiet uh so the vesps i guess yes, the <laughs> don't vesps. get us um no i i'm <laughs> no i mean i, I agree 100 percent. like there's um l- like if the whole movie was kind of centered around this last like 
you know, 15, 20 minutes or whatever. I don't know necessarily if it still would have been a, a good movie, but it would have been a lot, a lot more interesting. And uh, yeah, it is weirdly timed. And then the ending, I, I feel like comes out of nowhere because mm. it feels like such a big setup for like, you know, already the movie's already gone on, a, a, you know, kind of long at this point, but I'm expecting more of stuff to happen. And then it kind of just abruptly stops and i'm like oh that's yeah, it the biggest thing about this movie that i would say i mean i've got more specific complaints but i would say like it's a 90 minute movie i think the first hour should have been like a text screen they just said <laughs> this is how the world became this way and we start in the post-apocalypse because one of my biggest problems with the first hour of the movie is that i felt it felt really unnatural how quickly we were, we were moving through all the plot beats of like becoming a post because mm-hmm. it doesn't start post-apocalyptic. It starts everything's still normal. You know, yeah. Kieran Ship is coming home from school and is you know, like, yeah, we're talking about boys and stuff. And then you know, incidents happen. It sort of escalates. What are you talking about the boy, <laughs> the, the, not the boy. Just shut um, And you know, and Shipka's character is uh, is deaf, which again also mm-hmm. is a character in a quiet place is deaf. So. Yeah, yeah. some perils there uh, and I don't necessarily blame her for this because I think she's a good actress I've seen her enough to know that she's actually really because she I mean she's the centerpiece of Sabrina she holds that show oh, together she's great yeah yeah uh, I was you know I don't think we did it in the show I'm sure we will at some point but she was in a movie called uh, 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 two titles one was February the other one was was it, it was like an old girl's boarding school it was her and the Black Coat's Daughter. Yeah, that's the one. We've not done that in the show, I don't think. But We haven't done it? I don't think so. Oh, interesting. Did we? I know I definitely... I, well, I know I definitely seen it. I, I don't know. I'm questioning uh, it now. Hold on. I'm going I'm gonna, to I'm gonna search. Hold on. I mean, it's so hard now because I just assume every horror movie I've seen, we've done. <laughs> no. Um, oh, no, we did do it. Never mind. <laughs> that's okay. my bad. That's, that's my memory. Right? Okay. We did that in July of 2017. Never mind. We did do that. Um, yeah, well, that's a few ways away. I, I completely um, forgot about that movie. Though I didn't realize she was in it. Yeah, she was. She was the uh, the, the younger character at the school. Um, okay. And then, because because I remember when she was announced for Sabrina, I'm like, oh, I seen I seen her in that movie. Uh, mm. Um, yeah. Okay. So no, like I know she's good. Um, her performance in this, which I don't think is her fault necessarily. I think this is a conceptual <laughs> choice by the director or whoever. But she doesn't really seem that deaf, like most of the time. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> and I, I don't, I don't know if this sounds weird, but like, um, I don't know. It, it seems weird for like a, a a deaf person to be doing like the voiceover narration. I don't, I don't know why. Yeah, I agree. Like, it just <laughs> not, 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 hon, not only is it weird that the deaf person is doing the voiceover narration, she's doing voiceover narration in a film where you're supposed to be quiet. And it just felt yeah. really weird to me, and especially I did that thing as well where it was really heavy in the first five minutes, and then it disappeared mm-hmm. for the whole thing, and then it was just the very final scene. Here's a little bit more yeah. narration. And it just it felt so tacked on. Yeah, like I feel like the the only reason for it is that you know I, I guess it's an excuse for everyone else in the household to know sign language, but I, I don't know. It feels yeah. like. Even with sign language, though, they're still talking because like that's what was so, you know, it's impossible to not compare this to The Quiet Place. But, you know, what was so great about that is just the tension with not being able to make noise and everyone being so quiet and people are just talking left and right in this movie. It's yeah. like, yeah, they'll, they'll be soft, but like it makes it feel like not that much, not threatening if 
like oh you can still whisper you can yeah, still watch can... stuff on low like you know yeah you can still whisper in this movie which I, right. I mean i don't necessarily even hate just because okay i think it's a little bit different like it's not as like a strict if there's a if there's any noise like that's it like because because in a quiet place like the, the entities that are kind of like using the noise like they are like supernaturally like sensitive to sound mm-hmm. they can pick it up for miles they can pick up any noise whereas this was more kind of like i, I don't want to say realistic but a lot more kind of down to earth in the sense that this is like if someone was in the next room trying to listen for you like they might hear sure. you but if you're whispering they won't you know like you, you can go under think- the radar i suppose is what i'm saying the the problem with that uh, for me is just I I did not feel a threat with this because no. it's just first of all they're idiots that they're like you know we gotta travel you know like across the country or whatever to mm-hmm. get away I don't know but like they yeah I'm just kind of like okay yeah why not hold hold up in your house like these creatures you know I feel like you know if you board up the windows uh, you know have all the doors locked and stuff and then you know keep everything to a quiet tone that. You're pretty good. Yeah. Obviously, you have to go out and get supplies at some point, but uh, you know, I figure, you know, the you know people are gonna figure out you know a way around this at some point. It, it seems a little ludicrous that like, you know, this would be like a collapse of society kind of thing. It it, it definitely happens with quick. It feels like it's going through all the plot beats in an unnatural way where there's no like suspense or tension to like building up it just feels like it's going through the motions this is the plot beats we have to hit because we're becoming post-apocalyptic and it just yeah. kind of does that kind of very quickly um and there's very little tension in it um the, the movie even opens with this really generic random scene of like when these creatures get let out of because you know someone's cave diving <laughs> or something they, they, yeah. they come out of a cave they've been trapped for thousands of years and it's just this really generic thing and i think through and through this is the first movie that i've seen in a while where it feels like a true direct-to-video movie because it does feel oh, it does yeah. feel like a quiet place was big and then this was made to capitalize on it and obviously today it's, it's on a streaming service because you know <laughs> it's, it's 2019 but this feels like exactly the sort of thing that and it, even in the sense that it's got a few actors like stanley Tucci is a good actor and he's been in a lot of movies but he's, sure. he's exactly the type of actor who does these types of you know crappy <laughs> you know low-budget direct-to-video movies every so yeah. often and, it's not afraid to take a paycheck. Yeah, and it's like okay, it gives us some credibility to an extent because you've got some names you can put on the poster, mm-hmm. but it's just it's just generic sludge apart from one yeah. kind of <laughs> idea towards the end. Um, yeah, and yeah, and then other than again not really feeling much of a threat from the creatures, they don't really look very good. Uh, CGI yeah. is not great. Uh, yeah, again, kind of, I, I, I would say maybe a little better than like you know a straight to video thing but not by yeah. much <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot of like tropes there's a lot of like really like stereotypical kind of elements there the one that really bugged me was uh stanley tucci because his family of course and it's just this family unit but like, he's got like this this best friend who's kind of the uncle to the family and he's mm-hmm. like the stereotypical guy who is oddly kind of prepared and has a lot of guns and oh, yeah. he's, he's he's constantly telling stanley tucci to, you have to you, know, you have to make the hard choices and he knows how to survive, and he's he's got you know I, I don't know like something about him just felt really kind of again paint by numbers. It never felt like there was oh, sure. any kind of life to it. It was just we need to have this character to get them out of the city to set up, you know. No, yeah, I I totally feel that. Uh, I'd say similar feelings towards like you know the grandma who has like uh you know early you know dementia or whatever did you know it's funny uh, uh I, I won't say obviously before spoilers if if i'm right or not but the second i saw the grandma and the fam with the family in the house in the first like three minutes of the movie i said 
she's going to have the pushing the boat in Danny's Peak scene at some point in this. She's sacrificing herself to save everyone else. Mm. I said that. <laughs> I didn't say it out loud because I was on my own. I was just thinking it, but like, you know, you know what I mean. Like that yeah. was the first thought I had. I was like, the the boat steering Danny's peak. She's going to have that moment. She's doing it. I mean, not literally. Okay. Uh, you know, figuratively. Right. <laughs> I'm not saying she's going to push a boat. I'm saying she's going to, you know, save everyone by sacrificing herself. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've seen Dante's peak, but I I know like what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's a famous scene, Dante's peak, where. The, the water's like i mean i would <laughs> double check your uh ref- meaning of the word famous but <laughs> no no anyone who's seen that movie it like, usually brings up this scene it's this uh the old granny gets out the boat and pushes them in the water which is like volcanic levels of heat and she's obviously dying as she does it so she's basically but it's like a really over the top dramatic you know scene and pierce brosnan and linda hamilton are like oh she saved us and what what is a boat made of that it can survive in lava? Oh, it's not lava. It's still water, but it's like the water's oh. heating up because of the oh, okay, volcano okay. underneath. Because <laughs> they're on a mountain and it's like a lake and a mountain kind of thing. Oh, okay, that's not as good as in my head where I just thought she was just like jumping into lava. <laughs> no, you're thinking of the scene in uh, volcano when the guy jumps into the lava in the subway and throws the guy that he's got on his shoulders to safety <laughs> and then you know dies. <laughs> Uh, I, I never saw Volcano either, but... Uh... My God, Tim, you missed out on the, the Volcano double feature of 1997. If, uh... I mean, maybe I saw one of them as a kid and I don't remember him. I don't know, I've never been, like, super into disaster movies, I guess. I guess that's fair. I've seen Twister. I've seen uh, Day After Tomorrow. That might be about it. That's fair. Um, there's some fun ones, but you know, this is, yeah. the after tomorrow is not one of those though. The, the after tomorrow is pretty bad. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, so anything else I want to say in spoiler free? I mean, I just want to emphasize again. It is so generic. It, it's it's just so going through the numbers. Like mm-hmm. Kieran Shipka again. She doesn't really feel like she's actually deaf. Uh, it feels like she, you know, and they, they do set up that she only became deaf somewhat recently because it was a car accident that, that, that took her here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and okay fair enough and that's what you know she, she she still talks kind of you know normally and she still mm. uh gets by um but there's something about it it doesn't feel like she she ever she never really feels outside of one or two moments where someone says something behind her that it ever really impacts mm-hmm. anything whatsoever uh it, no definitely not it's just weird <laughs> if it, it's really only used because she has like <laughs> not quite daredevil powers but like <laughs> basically whenever these creatures are coming she can kind of hear like you know almost a tinnitus where she hears ringing where she can sense them coming she's got like an early warning system because she's deaf i don't know (laughs) i thought it was weird um but yeah so i mean it's a bad movie it's 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 not like the worst thing ever Mm -hmm. it's not painful to watch it is just obscenely generic and mediocre (laughs) no totally yeah, like if it's it's one of those things where uh, I mean, if you really want to watch something you haven't before and you're just looking for like a quick streaming movie, it's like fine, put it on while you do the dishes or whatever. Um, but yeah, there there really isn't much to it uh, except for that little you know interesting bit yes. at the end. On a tablet, while um, you do the dishes, that's the perfect recommendation yeah. for, for this movie. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh yeah it's, it's just um 
I was trying to like figure like the logistics of these car crashes <laughs> that just like only affect like the certain part of your body. Because I, I think that's what happens in Castle Freak too. Like the one of the uh, Jeffrey Combs's kids is, is blind because <laughs> he was in a car crash. Uh, I, I think that's what happened. But not saying that that's impossible. It just seems uh, I don't know unlikely. I, I assume guess. something happened near the face and hit his eyes or something. I don't know. I, I guess. Yeah. And some. <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the, the going deaf makes more sense to me because it's a very loud uh, <laughs> thing that happens. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a, you know, I'm not an ear doctor, so I don't know. You <laughs> exactly. said that as if you're an all type of doctor. <laughs> I am a doctor of horror, baby. I, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how uh, all the all the stuff works, uh, so. Yeah, maybe there's ways you can become deaf from certain things. <laughs> oh dear. Um, so full spoilers, full spoilers for mm. the silence. You have been warned. So let's talk about mm. the thing that's actually. I mean, we'll go back and talk about the other problems we have in mm. specific scenes. But I want to talk about the thing that's like okay, mechanically you introduced a neat idea and mm-hmm. you don't do enough with it, but it's it's a really interesting idea because you know, like I know we're in the movie. Uh, the, the mother of Miranda Otto's character has been injured a little bit and need to get antibiotics. So, so Kieran Shipka and Stanley Tucci uh, team up and go into like, the local town to because because they're they hold up at some random woman's house. Which, by the way, I actually laughed out loud at this scene because <laughs> Me too. They, they get to this gate. This this sort of secluded house has got this big gate around it, right around the the, the big big yard. And they, they go to the gate, and there's like a little bell at the top, and they go, oh shit, we just rang a bell, oh no, right? And then this woman comes out yelling, get away from my property, I'm going <laughs> to shoot you. And they're like, try to tell her to be quiet. And then the 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 Vesps come and just maul her in front of the family. And then they're like, well, I guess we can take this house, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I wouldn't say that I was, like, necessarily rooting for the family before, because they're not super interesting, but... At this point, I, me and my wife, we definitely turned on them. We're like, these guys are kind of jerks, right? <laughs> like they, <laughs> the, like they were just kind of boring. Uh, the, if yeah. anything, this made me like them more. I guess this was funnier. Is like, well, like, I like guess they, that worked. <laughs> like they turned into like it's always sunny characters or something. Like <laughs> they're just like these jerks that are like, well, <laughs> all right. Hey, if it was those four in this movie, I'd be probably find this much more entertaining. <laughs> it would be very funny. Um, so yeah, so so they got to tell you about, it. and there's this like mysterious character watching them, and then eventually they have like a bit of a suspense scene in the in the the department store, or whatever, or the the you know the, the store, and they yeah. come out <laughs> and Drug store. the there's this guy who's like he's got like the the, the collar on, and he's, he's he's not speaking, he's just writing, he's like ah oh, you know praise the Lord and you know follow our path, and there's like one hint before this from like one of the emergency broadcasts. Uh, that Kieran Shipka brings up, where someone got crucified in like another state, and there's like cults uh, like coming up and things like that, and it's kind of you know a little, little bit tense, and he's like, ah, oh, uh, just leave us oh. alone, please. Oh yeah, <laughs> that reminds me. Like one thing that I thought was like pretty messed up is you know they're watching the news and like you know they have these news anchors and stuff they're talking about like you know like oh you must be quiet, don't make any noise and stuff, and I'm like. Well, why are the news people talking? Like, why not just have people up and then have like words across the screen or something? Like, I don't know. I, I felt like it was <laughs> kind of stupid that they were making noise, or at least be very quiet. Like, I mean, to try and defend it a little bit, they're in a studio which should be mm-hmm. sound treated. So theoretically, well, no, I 
mean, well, I mean, sure, I'm sure they're okay, but I mean, like, oh, played they, over the TV. Uh, yeah, okay, I get what you said. Yeah, like, I get what you said. yeah, okay. Like, you gotta imagine, like, oh, people are probably gonna be listening to this when, yeah, they have like radios or TVs on. So at, we should at least be quiet if we are, are gonna say anything. If we're on TV, I think we can get away with having cute cards or, or something, or I don't know. It's not that silly. I suppose when as soon as you hear that, you put in the headphones. <laughs> Type you put in headphones and just uh, listen on the down low. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> anyway, what was it get to? Yeah, so, so, so in the last part of the movie, this, this preacher dude and his apostles show up at the, the house. And, you know, at first he's like, oh, join us, follow our path. And he's like politely saying, no, leave us alone. And any rights, you know, is your, your, daughter, your daughter is fertile. And it's like, oh, wait, okay. What's it? All right, sorry, sorry. Again, wait, back up again. The oh, nice. um, when when they first meet him coming out of the drugstore, uh, I could not read the stuff that he was writing, mm. uh, and because like I was, I was sitting like, you know, somewhat far away from the TV, and I was just like, I was really tired late, and it was like late at night, and I was like, oh screw you, movie. I'm not gonna get up close <laughs> to my screen to read what you're saying. Like I I could read some of it, but. I was like, yeah, do a close up or I don't know, make the writing more legible or something. I, I actually have to read the, the first thing he wrote. I never read because I couldn't read it. It was like from the distance yeah. I was watching it, was it wasn't actually eligible. Um, yeah. yeah, do a close up. Like, yeah, once he gets to the house, like that stuff, I could read because yeah. that he was actually writing it big and they were focusing on it. But before, I was just like, screw you, <laughs> don't make mm-hmm. me get up, stupid movie. Uh, so, so he shows up and he's feral, and of course, that changes the tone. It's like, okay, these are dangerous people. And I thought it was one of the other big problems with this movie is that characters constantly make really stupid decisions, and we'll go back and talk about some of the other ones. Oh yeah. But one one of the ones that really bugged me towards the end is that after this scene where this cult shows up clearly wanting your daughter for for impregnating her and nothing else and they've all got their tongues cut out as well by the way this cult they all have cut out, cut out their tongues like they just still stay there spend the night and just lie in bed yeah. as if nothing's wrong like what well, no leave move yeah. <gasps> go somewhere else. i'm hiccuping sorry <laughs> leave <laughs> go somewhere else no that was very annoying also uh we were a little confused at this point uh because so he says like oh your daughter's fertile and then like earlier we saw a scene where there were like these egg things like Mm. inside uh a person or whatever so and then like um you know what's her face sabrina like (laughs) she had like a little like a little thing like sting stung her or something so we kind of thought that maybe she might be impregnated with like these creatures and that this was like a cult that worshipped them or something like I, I don't know. It's uh, so we were a little confused, but I guess they just wanted to impregnate her like a normal, yeah, like a person. Well, like, like I mean, a normal. Person. Not, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> not that, not like that's a normal thing to do, but like uh, yes. just like uh, like two humans maybe. Yes. But I don't know. That, I just thought it was a weird thing, like that those weird like eggs growing in, because you see it again at the end. They're like in a dead animal, but it's just like a weird thing that didn't go anywhere. Yeah, that never comes up again. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the implication is, is that that's how there's more vespers. That they're, they're kind of alien style impregnating people yeah. after they're dead or, or whatever. Um, mm. So if I can finally explain the, the, the mechanical thing that it sets up <laughs> here towards the end, that, that it was a good idea, is that, you know, Stanley Tucci comes back out with a shotgun, right? And he points it at them and they're threatening, he tells them to leave. And the guy, the preacher guy, just kind of looks up and just goes, shh. Like, yeah. you know. And it's like, 
Yeah, this is interesting because basically what this introduces is it's kind of the trope that you get in a lot of zombie apocalypse movies where sometimes it's the other human beings that are actually more dangerous than the zombies, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the idea. But the, the twist here is, is because of the not being able to use sound, they, you know, shooting them is actually really dangerous. They can't just do yeah. that. And that's a really interesting mechanic. And then it advances it even further where when they do attack later that night, they basically send in essentially a suicide bomber. But when I say suicide <laughs> bomber, what I mean is, is they send in a little girl who's got like a phone strapped to her and they're all set to all the alarms to go off. So it's like a noise bomb, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the idea that this is attracting all the creatures. And I was thinking, this is actually a genius idea. It's not. It's, I mean, it's, it's it's only okay how they're doing it. But here's yeah. the thing: if 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 everything we'd spent the first hour doing was just the backstory, and we just kind of like got a sense of it, and it was just we're in this world now, and we're just going from here. But the thing that would make this difference from a quiet place is no, no. The villains are other humans, but we have to deal with them without sound because yeah. we can't do that and it becomes this thing where there's so much like chaos in the house when all this noise has happened they're trying to like turn off all the phones um three masked people from the cult just come in and grab shipka and they're, they're, they're dragging her out and like the mom's trying to like you know fight them off and it doesn't really work and it becomes them running after them and try to get her back with it and it ends up being uh this is the big grandmother sacrificing herself moment where she tackles the guys and then as soon as she's got them away from from her granddaughter just starts screaming and she likes you know it's yeah. like no, no no come and kill them right you know i'm right here do it kill me i'm right here <laughs> you know, she basically does that um and that, that kills the guys as well um and then eventually you know the, the, the dad and the mom just beat like the last couple of cult people to death because they still try mm-hmm. to like take her because the guy's really cocky he's like shh you can't do anything because yeah. you know noise um and i'm like this is actually a genius idea you have like these stalkers you have these people who are causing your family harm but you can't actually use the the most of the weapons you have because they are dangerous Mm -hmm. to you to use that is a fascinating concept that is that is that is the mechanical makeup for the the bulk of a whole movie and here is just the final 20 minutes and i i wish this was what the movie was about because if they did this and they actually set up because obviously the, the resolution is really quick and just kind of like okay it's fixed he's beat him to death with the, with the back of the gun and then it has what the most abrupt just kind of like jump ahead because at the start of the movie there's like a guy that sabrina likes right uh that she talks mm-hmm. to and she's sort of escaping with him occasionally throughout the movie and at one point he gets the, the communications become spotty of course as the movie goes on but eventually he's like oh there's like a, a haven you know up north because they, they don't like the cold so everyone's going north kind of thing and we get a, you know we get her narrating you again go south if uh, sorry you want to avoid the cold you think you go south if you want to avoid the cold no it's warmer if you go south well oh wait, oh oh you're saying the creatures don't like the cold yeah Oh, I thought you meant the humans. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I mean, humans okay. l- l- don't love cold, but like, yeah. we can survive at it. Um, uh, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you go, you go north. So, um, and it does this thing at the end where, like, you see her, like, with a bow and arrow, and she, like, kills a, a th- mm-hmm. uh, one of the Vespers or whatever. And then it pans over, and her boyfriend, you know, she's been trying to get to during the movies there. So it's like, hey, they've made it with the, the rest of the people up north, and they're, they're living a happy life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the narration was tacked on after the fact, just to try and make it feel like it was ending. Because it, like, she has this kind of final point where she's like, oh, we just try to survive and do the best we can. Mm-hmm. The world has changed, blah, blah, blah. You know, sting cut to black. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. I don't care about you making it here. I don't care about this guy. Like, I feel, I feel like the, yeah. the movie was only just starting to kind of get interesting, and then it just abruptly kind of like quickly wraps up as you know as, as it can. And 
like it was almost starting to get interesting but the, yeah. that's i mean that's the other thing is that the direction is really sort of basic and it's not like mm-hmm. suspenseful or like that see see if each of the scenes that happened throughout the movie were actually like intense i might forgive it a lot of the plot problems and okay. ca- character yeah. i do say but as it is yeah mm. yeah i mean I, I, again that's like you know the big difference like with a quiet place where it's just like the whole movie is suspenseful where this it's just like you know you should be feeling this kind of you know dread and tension but I, again i just never really felt it at all like even the creatures they just you know they're, they're supposed to be very scary but they just never really seem that intimidating to me and yeah, it, it's very weird to, like, introduce, like, your bad guy or villain so late into the movie, uh, mm. even though it is, like, really interesting. But then, yeah, it's just gone so fast that you're like, oh, well, you know, I, like, I was basically just kind of watching the whole movie, like, you know, with my head in my hand. And then once yeah. the cult stuff started happening, like, I kind of like, lifted it up like, ooh, OK. And then, yeah, yeah it's and done it's not before even, you realize. It's not even the character himself is even interesting or a good villain. It's just, sure. yeah. it's just the, again, the mechanics of, wait a minute, how do we deal yeah. with this without sound? And that mm-hmm. that is really interesting. And I, I could, like, tap, like, honestly, like, if you ask me what A Quiet Place 2 should be, that's what it should be. It should be, there's yeah, humans like that are villains. How do we deal with humans that are villains when we have to be quiet the entire time? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a fascinating concept. <laughs> do it, <Yeah>. Krasinski. <laughs> do it. <laughs> I want to see the opposite, where uh, you have to be loud all the time. That would just be a really annoying movie to watch. Everyone would just be <laughs> shouting all the time. <laughs> the creatures are attracted to silence (laughs) we can't stop shutting up (laughs) Uh, everyone just sing everyone has to sing all the time (laughs) (laughs) musical you like that oh piss off (laughs) oh no part of it um yeah there's a lot lot of dumb moments uh first of all it's 2019 the the sun's still playing a connect yeah I don't buy it. <laughs> I don't buy it for a start. Uh, secondly, uh, I um, forgot there was a son. <laughs> so, so the guy, like his best friend, who's like a big part of the start of the movie, helping them get out, and like they've got two cars and they're following him. He's got all the weapons. He's the tactical guy who understands the world or whatever. He ends up like running off the road and like gets trapped in his car when it's upside down because he, you know, some deer ran across the road and he's trapped and. You know, Tucci's like, no, no, I'm going to go and get try and get help. He's like, hey, you know, the hospital and the fire department, they're all busy. Just leave me. Like, this is, you know, end of times. And that was the other thing. Is it didn't really feel like we'd gotten to that point where the character should feel like it's the end of times. You know, it felt like you, you heard something in the news. You decided to leave the city because you thought it'd be safer. But you've not actually seen any real chaos yet. You've not seen any, like, actual, like, things are super dangerous, like, directly to you yet. I mean, there's stuff been on the news, sure, but, like... I don't know. Anyway, so he says, like, after a little bit of, like, pleading uh, to, to, for him to go, he says, get me my guns. I need my guns. And I thought, don't give him his guns. He's clearly going to shoot himself. And that's not actually what happens. <laughs> but, like, you're in this situation. Why would you give him a gun? Like, what could he possibly do while he's trapped in the car with a gun? Like, he, he, he instead says, I'm going to shoot you if you don't leave. And then he uses the gun to, the sh- you know, to like, because because they get they get attacked in the car in a minute with the the monsters, and he shoots the gun inside the the other car to like draw the monsters to him. Which I I, I think like again, yeah, I like the mechanics of this. Where okay, this idea of like trying to make noise somewhere else so that you get you you know taking the monsters away from you, you know, th- throwing something down the the road or 
um setting off the alarm in a building that's you, you can get away from yes you use these things try and play against them and use the rules to your advantage i like that in movies i do uh, I, I don't think most of the examples in this though are that great uh mainly just because there's, there's no tension i mean yeah. it's, it's well there is one that i love where uh they start the wood chipper and like all the creatures just like fly right yeah, into yeah. it <laughs> That almost felt like a, a scene from a more like sort of fun B movie, as opposed to like because this is because this is trying to be serious. This is a dead oh, yeah, serious no. like we're we're a serious horror movie. Yeah, like if they if they maybe embraced like the cheesiness a little bit more and had more stuff like that, uh, I think it would be pretty cool. But it also made me just kind of realize like, oh, like once they like, yeah, kind of figure that out. Like I'm I'm sure there there would be some like government you know program or research lab that is like hey let's just create like a giant version of something that makes sounds and just kills everything when they come do you think <laughs> like, we're being, like do you think we've been too optimistic assuming that you know this seems easy enough for us to just deal with as a society and like maybe <clears throat> if we were more pessimistic we'd be saying yeah we'd all just panic immediately and we'd all be screwed but just through our own stupidity <laughs> not because we actually should be screwed by this 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 seems like a fairly you know we can deal with this situation. There's clearly some tricks yeah. and tips to to dealing with with these creatures. I don't know. That's I I maybe I'm too optimistic, but like I always try to think of like you know whenever uh, if I get worried of like oh what if a you know asteroid hits Earth or something like I always just try to think like I'm sure they have people thinking about this stuff and have plans in case something <laughs> like that happens and. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm sure the answer is we're probably screwed if even the slightest thing <laughs> disrupts our normal lives. Um, I'm sure the world won't be around for too much longer, but I like to think that uh, that hopefully, you know, the smarter people than you will uh, think of something. Hmm. Actually, here's here's a fun fun bit of trivia: the woman hmm. uh, who comes out the house who gets mauled with a shotgun, uh-huh. the actress who played her. <laughs> Okay. Her name, Barbara Gordon. Oh, okay. Babs herself. Yeah. Amusing. Amusing. <laughs> um, God, I don't know. Like, there's just there's so many like little stupid moments where characters decide to like go a certain way or risk their lives for something stupid or yeah, you know, just all all these kind of really dumb decisions. You're like, why are you doing this? This is you can easily deal with this. Like, there's clear rules here that you can use to your advantage. Um, and it was, and I think that's why it was so interesting mm. when the cult showed up. It was like, now we have to try and use them against each other. Mm. And you know, they send in phones with alarms as mm. kind of like a bomb, essentially, because that that attracted the yeah. monsters. I'm like, that's interesting. Do more with this. Yeah. Everything else just feels like such a ripoff. Like it's, you know, like oh, they're trying to do a quiet place. They're trying to do Walking Dead. They're trying to do Bird Box. And like the cult thing was like the one thing that was like, oh, this is interesting and unique, and not just like a lesser version of, you know, stuff that we've already seen that you're just trying to, you know, play off the popularity. But then, uh, but yeah, it's just, you know, too little, too late. Yeah, it's just over too quick. They don't do enough with it, but. I, 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 you know, I would base a movie on this premise, like just that that section. Yeah, no, like, okay, so let's let's work yeah. with that. Well, how can we use that? Um, yeah. Or like I say, just make that be a quiet place too. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes humans are the real monsters. Ooh. <laughs> I knew, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, I guess yeah. is there anything else we're not talking um, about plot wise? And eh, not really. Or scenes? I, mean, I don't think so. 
just you know, what the, the mom getting uh, her leg scratched. Oh yeah, the, the freaking kid and the rattlesnake. It's <laughs> just like, uh, uh, but yeah, I mean nothing like super important. All right. Um, well, um, <laughs> sorry, that was a real time. We're yawn. both tired. Yeah. Uh, so that is, uh, I guess that's uh, the silence. I suppose you'd rate it out of, out of ten, Timmy. Mm. What are you giving it? Uh, it's gonna be low but I, th- I think maybe i'll be somewhat generous i think i'll give it a 4.5 like I, I feel like it is a typically this kind of movie i, I feel like would be a you know three four-ish territory but i'm gonna give it just like a slight little bump again just because yeah that that ending bit was a little more interesting and you know even though you know it sucks it wasn't the focus of the movie at least you know we did get a good 15 20 ish minutes of like something that actually was interesting and unique and perked my interest but yeah everything else is just so bland and dull i don't think i can really go higher than that yeah yeah that's fair i'm gonna go with a straight four um i think it's really bland and generic and just kind of going through the motions and then it does have that one section it's like hey conceptually this is actually kind of interesting i wish the movie was about this um yeah so which maybe drags it up from like a three uh but i can't really go much higher on that because it's, it's still a really forgettable bland watch i'm not going to remember most of this movie in a week's time no definitely not so that is uh that is the silence it's the last time we listen to our fans <laughs> <laughs> no we should still check out netflix horror movies because you know yeah we're trying well, to I, keep I up think... with the new movies this is the thing i think every now and again there's a, like a diamond in the rough there like is. uh like Babysitter. I like what? What's that? The babysitter. Babysitter was fun. I I really loved the ritual, which you know wasn't like a, a Netflix production, but I I think they were you know basically the ones that acquired it and kind of made a home for it. Mm. Uh, so every now and again you get you get stuff like that that you know breaks the mold a little bit, but uh, they just release so much stuff that you know a lot of it is going to be kind of more filler, basic stuff. Yeah, if you want to know what a 2019 version of a directed video movie from 1994 is, this is this is your this is your bag. Uh, so on the one hand, I do kind of miss that. Like, you know, sometimes it was fun going to the video store and being like, "What's this piece of crap?" You know, <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> give it a watch. Sure, sure. But you know, it I might you know it might have been better if this was like so over the top bad that you could kind of like make fun of it. Oh yeah, but it's trying know, if it was embracing the cheese a little bit more. Yeah, but it's trying to be a real serious movie, and because yeah. of that, it's, it's not it's it's not working. Um, or at least they're not bad enough that it, it's because like, obviously sometimes we like that they're trying to they think they're making a good movie, but it's yeah. just like absurd. But they're, they're not that yeah. inept that they're they're literally <laughs> like, you know, it, it just lands in this bland territory. Yeah. So, um, we should actually, I'm going to start for warning people on episodes uh, for the next while about Uh-oh. this because Tim decided to take a vacation at the worst possible time of the year. Do you know, Tim, sometimes <laughs> we go a month without a new theater release to talk about and it's, it's mm. whatever, right? You pick a vacation that's going to take away th- three recording weeks and it'll be fine. You, you, don't worry, guys, you'll, you'll have episodes every week he's gone. Mm. We're going to have tons stacked up. There'll, there'll be episodes. But the, the the time that Tim has chosen to take take his three recording sessions off <laughs> are the weeks that uh, Annabelle three Child's Play remake and Midsummer are out back to back. <laughs> so when he gets back, we'll try and do those. Mm. But they're they're going to be late, and then maybe the first one, the earliest one, which I think is Child's Play, might be mm. a home video thing because I don't know if it's going to be like easily accessible by the time you get back. Mm so we'll see 
We'll see. Well, I mean, uh, what I was hoping to do is, um, so I, so I'm basically taking two weeks off cause we, uh, when I got married, we never actually went on a, a honeymoon. So we're uh, going on a cruise. The um, ship has sailed to me. <laughs> no, you can take a honeymoon anytime, <laughs> but, uh, you know, hopefully it won't end up like, um, that resident evil game that's on a boat. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> But uh, no, so the so we're we're doing that, and uh, and my wife's a teacher, so we usually you know take our vacations in in the summer, so you know it's easy to coordinate with you don't have to worry about taking time off from two jobs. But then um, also going to use the time though to visit uh, my home uh, in uh, Rhode Island because I haven't been there in a while. But so we do a week there, then like a week in Rhode Island. But hopefully. You know, a lot of my you know friends that love horror movies and stuff back home, and like my brothers and stuff that we like to go to the movies a lot. So I'm kind of hoping that, you know, uh, when I go home, those movies will probably still be in theaters, and maybe if I kind of watch them, and then maybe can do some weekday recordings or something. When I get back, it'll still be somewhat fresh. So we'll, I, th- I think we can still make it work. Okay. But, uh, Right. But I mean, yeah, they they won't be out like yeah, like normal like. You know, they'll, that, they'll be a bit later, you know. yeah. My, my yeah. summer won't be too bad because that's right at the end of your vacation. But the 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 other two are going to be like late, yeah, compared to normal. Which means I'm going to have to see like all three of them like really close together. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> this, is all, this is all your fault. And don't worry, my summer's probably going to be good because that's uh you know Ari Aster from Hereditary. Uh, Child's Play remake and Annabelle three could really go either way. Those could be those could be terrible. They could be good. They could be mm. terrible. I mean, it's, it's it's really hard to say. Uh, but I thought yeah. I'd start warning you now, just so you're not like, well, where, where, where's the Chelsea play remake review? What's, what's going on? What's going on? What are, you, what are you two doing playing that? Putting up a review of uh, Leprechaun Three? Oh. Um, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, but, uh, that that has been the silence. So by all means, let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. If you want to support the show and the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv where you can support us for as little as a dollar per month. And for that one dollar per month, you get access to a bonus episode of Screams After Midnight once per month. Uh, we, we've had a couple of episodes so far. We did The Invisible Maniac, we did Demon Wind, and there'll be another one obviously coming up um, uh, every month henceforth and at the five dollar tier you get to vote on an episode i got a good month. one for july <laughs> for july specifically mm. is it fourth of july related no but maybe we should do that instead <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to ask him now why it's july specifically if it's not fourth july related you have to tell us on the uh, show if it's if it's going to give it away um maybe we'll wait <laughs> yeah 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 talk to me talk to me off here uh so yeah go to patreon and see, see if you anything tickles your fancy and you want to support the show and keep keep the 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 the, the movie hijinks coming uh but that is that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening guys on twitter of course at screams midnight uh where both me and tim run the twitter and sometimes <laughs> it looks like we're having some sort of schizophrenic break because we're arguing mm-hmm. with each other from the same twitter it's a thing uh but that is that's is so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it. keep watching scary movies guys and we will see you next time <laughs>